the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Mike Draskovic from Mike's Auto Tech, 67th Avenue, South and Northern. He has gray hair. He's been around the block. He has grease under his fingernails. Right? Right. Right. You know how to get that off? Yeah. Uh, scrub. Yeah. Uh, re- there was a gas station guy, an old Exxon guy, and um, he came over and he had this bottle. And he says, for $10, I'm going to let you try this on your hands. Mm-hmm. And I said, what's it going to do, burn the skin off? And he goes, no, your hands are going to be lily white. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't believe you. So he gives it to me. And it's got an odd smell, but it's got a lemon smell. So I go inside and I spray it all over my hands and wash it. And my hands are lily white. My fingernails underneath, I mean, it's just unbelievable. So I says, what is it? And he goes, I'm not going to tell you, but it just cost you $10. <laughs> he says, you want to buy a bottle? And I said, yeah, I'll take some. I think it had like either a bleach or a chlor- chlorine smell to it, but it had a lot of lemon in it that mm. made it. And and you, he had a brush that you clean your fingernails with and stuff. But he's long past. But um, it, it was funny that he was going around to the shops. But, and it was a good idea because it made your hands mm. unbelievably clean. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Sun City. There's only one shop in all of Sun City that I can trust and I can feel comfortable in having you stop by family owned and operated since 1982 they do good work they stand behind their work their staff and their mechanics are not paid a commission or a percentage of your repair bill therefore the staff the the owners know that they're not going to sell unnecessary parts or repairs because there's no benefit to it in the rest of the industry's defense that's really not something that we can't see so it's easy for us to pick up on that but that's insures it so if you're looking for a great shop in sun city may i suggest you visit automotive dynamics north side of grand just west of 99th avenue it's it's kind of unusual with some of the work we're getting now because cars are so long in maintenance there's a lot of them that don't need anything till after a hundred thousand miles oil changes and tire rotations i think what bothers me the most is is that there's people in our industry. Now, I'm going to say in our industry, I'm talking about independent shops. I'm talking about chain stores. I'm talking about dealerships. Those are the three big dogs that are fixing cars. Mm-hmm. It's where people have changed that. I saw a work order the other day from a shop, and it says, you need your injectors flushed. In spite of the fact it doesn't appear on your owner's manual, there is a benefit, and that will save you money. The injector flush was $195. Mm-hmm. That's like rinsing your mouth out with uh, Listerine, thinking it was going to kill your cavities. Right. And if you do, do you do you flush injectors? 
for any reason. Very rarely. Okay. You have the equipment. Right. We do it for diagnostic purposes. That's about it. Yeah. So if you've got something and you think it's a bad injector, you go ahead and flush them. If it clears itself up, you're home free. If it doesn't touch the misfire, you know it's not an injector. So there's a lot of that. Um, We're seeing lots of what I call wallet flushes. We're going to use a special additive in your transmission that's going to make it last longer. Mike, the average transmission lasts either, let's go miles. The average transmission, and and let's go for the last 10 years. We're going to go from 2010 forward to 2020. I'm going to say 125 to 150. And that's exactly what I'm thinking. About. That's exactly. Now, there's going to be exceptions. Right. Um, but that's exactly what we say. So, and, and there's nothing you can do about it. Right. You know, certainly in that 150 to 125 to 150,000 miles, it's easy to have it serviced. And, and I, I explain, I want to look at the stuff in the pan. I don't want to flush it the first time. I want to look to see if there's any snap rings in the pan. Well, a lot of them don't have a pan now. Yeah, and you're right. You're right. They have lifetime fill. Right. Well, so-called lifetime, but we live in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So I've talked to some transmission experts, mm-hmm. and uh, as a rule of thumb, they they give a they give what they do, and mm-hmm. I kind of follow that. And it seems to be hinged around a hundred thousand miles, eighty to a hundred. Well, my guy says do it at fifty the first time, okay. and then every thirty after that. Okay. And I've been using this guy for forty years, and I trust him. And and that's what you get. That's what because if we ask you, ask your guys that you trust, and I ask mine, and everybody asks theirs, everybody's going to come up with something different. Our transmission guy says we need to pull the pan the first time, except for the ones that are sealed. He says you need to look inside. He says you're going to have little mountains of brown mm-hmm. and gray. Those right. are the clutch materials. Right. <laughs> okay, right. it's okay. Um, you you might have some flakes of metal the first time, but you shouldn't have it after the transmission internally polishes itself. Mm-hmm. Then then what we do is the first time we're pulling the pan and the second time we're going to flush it. Right. And then that way we get all the fluid. Right. We've already checked out the pan. So there's and then now we have transmission fluid that we have to buy from somebody right. which is proprietary right but then we used to have to do that with coolant mm-hmm. blue help me out with this what right. are the colors oh, blue geez. you got the you got the red the yeah. pink the blue the green um you got the yellow for yellow. ford yeah orange for gm yeah <laughs> um yeah i have a whole cabinet full of just all all flavors and, and and we're pouring we're pouring uh, a universal. Mm-hmm. We're, it's a Prestone universal, and it fits everything. And it says specifically that it fixes everything. So I guess we have a caller. Who might that be? Oh, I thought I heard the air gun. I, I'm sorry, Gil. Did you hear an air gun? Just say yes. Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Gil and I have been working together since 2011, so we can almost read one another's mind. But I thought he has an air gun noise that he tells me that I've got a collar. But you're right. Are are you looking at DOTs on tires? We do. Every Every car that comes in for general service, we pay attention to that and point it out to the customer and note it. The date codes is... uh, Yeah. But... uh, the DOTs as far as when we sell tires, mm-hmm. uh, we, we're getting more aware that we should be put documenting that yeah. every time. 
I'm doing a lot of those legal cases. Um, so one of them is is a, a lady takes her car um, in this city of Denver, and she takes it around, and there's two shops, chain stores, that say you've got two of your four tires that are well past the 10-year mark. The DOT number on your car is a four-digit number. It may say 1212, and that was made the 12th week of 2012, and it's easy to read. We now know that 10-year-old tires, no matter where you're at, you can be in Alaska, you can be in Hawaii, you can be from New York to L.A. and Arizona, and the I-10 corridor from all the way from California to Florida, but it's still a 10-year-old tire. So she gets two people to say, and they write it down on the ticket, which is good at the end of this story. Um, She leaves Denver with a carload of people with the left front tire blows, which is one of them that, that was hot, and people die. And the question is, is how come you didn't uh, abide by the, the suggestion that you need to put tires on this? And her answer was, is I wasn't told. And so they produced the work order. But then the question is, is did you put that in after she left? But she doesn't have her copy. <sighs> so what we've done, because that 10-year mark, now let me tell you some history about the 10-year mark. The lawyers didn't want any expiration on cars. Or some of them wanted expirations on cars, which would give them additional work. The tire companies wanted expirations because they'll sell more tires. Mm -hmm. So everybody had a different dog in a different fight. But I can tell you, every single car that comes into our shop, we pull the DOT. Not only do we put it in the remarks section, but we have the customer initial it. So, And then the other day I was embarrassed because I took my big truck. I was hauling a tractor from up north, and I took it into the shop. And one of the guys dropped a wrench because I had him changing battery. And he gets underneath there and he says to me, your tires on the front end of this Freightliner are about 14 years old. Mm. <laughs> and I said, well, thank you for telling me that. But I never crawled underneath there because the DOT folks can be on the outside of the tire yep. or the inside of the tire. Right. We're starting to see almost all of them on the outside of the tire, if you look. And they're not directional. The other option is is that they're now starting to print them on both sides. They, they do that. Mm-hmm. So we're getting to see that more often. But folks, don't think that this is an opportunity for us to sell you tires. We're just trying to make you aware of a problem that you have to be facing um, and to clear us up. Because we're the first dog that's going to get sued is if there's, if a tire blows up, especially if we change your oil on Wednesday and you're on your way across Utah on Friday and the tire blows up, we're going to be in the food chain along with the tire maker and manufacturer. So it's a good idea if if your shop isn't gathering up the DOT code, then you should ask them every time you go in, can you give me the DOTs of my tires? And, And I would say any smart shop owner, whether it's a chain, a dealership, a specialty shop, an independent shop, we, we, we should be looking at that. So it, it makes a difference. We're, fi- we're not finding as much as I thought we were, but we find them on construction trucks, and we also find them on three-year-old vehicles that have 100,000 miles on mm-hmm. So we, But there's also a, a storage date. So the first year, that tire can spend in a warehouse. Well, it sure can, yeah. But we still have to have to take it out of service, or we still should take it out of service. Or better yet, the customer should have us take that tire out of service when it's 10 years old. There's no such thing as a poppin' fresh tire. It's not going to be made in July, and we're going to put it on in August. 
that's just not going to happen. So there is some warehouse time with those tires. Right. Not too long ago, we ordered a set of tires from a vendor we really love. And one of the tires was four years different than the other no three. Lie. So it's it's no problem. Hey, hey, I need another tire. Look right. at the date code. I need you to match yeah. 17, 19, and stuff like that. So those are the kinds of, of things that we run into if we just make sure when we get the tires that... And I, you're not going to get all of them built on the same day, but you're going to have them in a, in a spread of one or two or maybe three months. Mm-hmm. So it makes a difference. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Mike Draskovic from Mike's Auto Tech, 67th Avenue, south of Northern. Mark Salem, and we'll be right back. Dr. Sebastian Gorka believes we have to face our fears. You can choose to live in fear, or you can conquer your fear. That is the challenge ahead of us today, not just as a nation, but as a civilization. You can't stop America getting back to work. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Weekdays at noon on Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, with the replay at 9 p.m. Saturday evening, Mayor Jalovitz will discuss the great deception when the so-called experts in the United States and Israel are really not. Don't miss this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. I'm more resourceful than I thought. 
My suit can still make an impression. My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. That's Goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. A place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. 960 The Patriot. Okay, 20 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Mike and I are here at your service, 602-508-0960, and we're going to go to the phones because we've got a couple callers. Don, you're first, and Tom second. Don, how can I help you? Hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. Good. Uh, question, 03S10, I didn't check the relay. Could a relay stop the fuel pump? Of course, yes, but I checked the pressure. had no pressure with 114,000. It's got a 4.3, you know, like yours. Uh-huh. Like your shop trucks. So I'm replacing the fuel pump. Should I replace the relay at the same time? Oh yeah, we're both shaking our head. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, in in your fuse panel, I'll bet you have a couple of relays, and if you look at them, they're all the same. Right. And you got one for AC and some other stuff. We tell people. Just do both <laughs> at a hundred thousand miles or so. Just do both. We also tell people with Fords that you can flip the air conditioning and the fuel pump, and sometimes it'll get you home. So in well, your I didn't case, even think about that when it broke down. But yeah, yeah, that when that, you drive a tow truck and your car breaks down, you have to have somebody come and get you before to go get the tow truck. <laughs> wah, wah, yeah, wah. Hey, now I know Don. I just want everybody to know that. Okay, Don and I are friends, and he's driven a tow truck as long as I've been alive. So I get to say yeah. wah, wah, and he'll laugh. Hey, so, I'm supposed to be coming up for retirement pretty soon, but I'm not retiring. Okay, and I know why. Well, that makes you younger than I. No, no, I know why you're not retiring. Because your wife like won't let you. She doesn't want you home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All righty, Don. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay, we're going to go to Tom. Tom? Morning, Mark. How you doing? Good. Hey, Thank you very I, much. I downsized from a, uh, a Duramax down to a uh, Colorado uh, Duramax. And uh, I've been hearing about catch cans. Um, do you know anything about adding one on? Does it mess with the emissions and... That. If we're talking about the same thing, um, what happens is, is when you flog a diesel, sometimes um, we'll get a oil vapor coming out of different orifices on the on the motor, and the catch can usually goes on some valve cover f- hose. And what we're doing is we're going to pump the oil into the ga- into the catch can, as opposed to it, you know, going all over the place. Let me tell you what I did on my Dodge. I think the Dodge on the, the Cummins. Dodge, the 6.7, has maybe, I don't know, 16, 17 pounds of boost. Um, This one's running 22, so I'm running a little hotter boost. I put a catch cans on it because I was throwing a little oil, and I still threw oil. 
Now, you know those green pads that we use to scrub the kitchen sink? On top, there was a little screen. And so I cut two perfect half moons, and I stuck them in those two holes because even though I put the catch can on it, it was a situation where I was still leaking oil. So I put those two screens on there, and it solved the problem. And it never blew those little bitty green things. In your case, um, I don't think I'd put one on until you need it. They're easy to sell. They're, we make a lot of money selling them, and the installation's kind of easy. But as far as, I, as I'm concerned, I, I wouldn't put it on if you don't need it. Okay, thank you. So, so does that have anything to do with emissions or not? No. Uh-uh. Okay. No. And and let me ask you a question. What kind of oil are you putting in it? Um, well, it's it's a brand new one for me, so whatever the de- uh, dealer recommends. Okay. I think if it's brand new, you're going to be in a 540. And a 540 is a synthetic, and don't let anybody talk you into coming in for a 3,000-mile oil change. That's a 10,000-mile oil. And if you change the oil earlier at 3,000, you're just wasting your money. That oil's capable of providing you all the accept- acceptable traits. So look in your owner's manual, look on your oil cap, and, um, and now there's a difference. 1540 is a blended diesel, and it's going to be synthetic and conventional. They won't tell you if it's a 90-10 or a 50-50. <laughs> so there's a little bit of hypocrisy in there somewhere, but a 540 is definitely a synthetic and I want you to know I run synthetic in my Dodge it ju- it's a 2012 it just crossed over 140,000 miles and I change it every 10 so I feel pretty comfortable with 10 plus I haul tractors and horses and stuff so I'm probably running my truck a little harder than most people so and now that I think that the oil weight will be written on your cap your oil cap and I think your new car is going to have a maintenance reminder. So write down when you bought it, and then write down when the first maintenance reminder pops up in your dash, in your information center. Then you'll know what the car's kind of programmed for. Some of the cars are programmed for 15,000 miles on a synthetic, and I want to tell you I don't have any problem with that. I'd like to see you once a year <laughs> because I think you benefit from the inspection along with an oil change. So if you have a 15,000-mile oil at the end of a year and you've only driven it at 11, you can still come in for the inspection, which is tires, fluids, belts, hoses, and all that stuff. But in the case of a synthetic, you can either change it or you can come back in two or three months. That's kind of how it works. But um, the the, the Duramax is, is a really good motor. In my opinion, in my opinion, it's um, in the early 2000s um, it was a great motor it had problems but they have since fixed those plus it's a v8 and so it's it's just beefier the 67 um, ford and the 67 dodge are good motors but they're six cylinders but they have pistons the same the size of your upper thigh so i don't think you'll ever be sorry plus the duramax mike i think has that allison transmission behind it well, he's talking to Colorado. I think he's got a little six-cylinder. Ah. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, I, down, I downgraded from a uh, from a Duramax down okay. to that Colorado. Okay. So it, it, I don't know what transmission they put behind that. Probably but a 4L60. Probably. 
and that's not a bad transmission. Yep. But the reason I like the three quarter tons and the one tons with the Duramax is because the Allison transmission behind it is just the most bulletproof transmission that I know of. Mm-hmm. So that's and of course the new Dodge will will wait and see, and the new Ford will wait and see. But that 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 cri- oh you know whose phone that forgot to uh, do their stupid phone and it was me Mike it was me all of a sudden we hear that stupid noise and I'm going to shut off the phone I forgot to tell you that too I did nevertheless the Allison has like 1,000 2,000 3,000 and they go bigger and bigger the biggest motorhomes out there usually have an Allison and so that just tells you everything you need to know so anyway Tom thank you very much thank you guys have a great day thank you thank you thanks oil new truck and uh, and then what, what was the second question that he had oil and then oh catch can catch can mm-hmm. and uh I just do that because if somebody wants to know anyway we got lines open 602-508-0960 602-508-0960 folks there's lots of um shops on my best car repair shop list and you can find that at MarkSalem.com. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is one of those. They're at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Nate runs Strictly Diesel. They do light duty foreign and domestic trucks. They're located conveniently, but if you have a diesel problem and nobody else can fix it, you can go to Strictly Diesel because Nate can fix it. So whether it's a Ford, Chevy, or a Dodge, or any of the smaller diesel motors, especially that Eco Diesel that the uh, EGR is melting inside the intake manifold, and they finally came out with new software and a warranty for that, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Strictly Diesel. So, And they also sell parts 24 hours a day on their website. And they have remanufactured some parts that are, that are common pattern failures. And it's and a dipstick tube is one of them. He's refabricated a dipstick tube, so and it's easy to install. So he's actually engineering parts that are pattern failures and actually coming up with stuff that's a little better than anybody else. Six zero two three one. Oh no, that's wrong. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Join Online Trading Academy for Retire Young, Saturdays at 9 a.m. and Sundays at 8 a.m. If you're one of the millions who lost wealth or income during the last market crash, tune in Saturdays at 9 a.m. and Sundays at 8 a.m. Learn to invest and trade like the pros. They teach the principles of how to build wealth and how to plan for a more secure retirement. And at OTA, they practice safe and responsible distancing. Listen to Retire Young Saturdays at 9 a.m. and Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on 960 The Patriot. I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty. Something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause. Because if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. It's not about paranoia. Or being afraid. It's about standing up and protecting our communities. One detail at a time. Because a lot of little details can become a pattern. We. 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 
We trust our instincts. Just like you should. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like nowhere was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number four. Listening to Seth from 3 to 6 p.m. and want to chime in? Open your Patriot app, click the upper left-hand corner, and click on Call Studio. It's that easy. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and sitting next to me is Mike from Mike's Auto Tech, 67th Avenue, south of Northern. Been in business for a long time. Mike, give me the year spread that uh, you're really, really good at with respect to the older cars? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me push on your button. Okay, go. Well, we've had a car from every decade from the 30s to present in the parking lot all at the same time. Okay, well, what I'm saying to people is this. You kind of know the parts. You kind of know what they came with, what the original stuff was, what kind of air conditioning compressor it had on it, what kind of hoses and all that kind of stuff. So if they have a question about some 60 or 70, um, Chevrolet, Ford, Dodge, that kind of stuff. I feel that I'm really best at the 60s and 70s cars because that's what I was working on and that's what I grew up with. My first car was a 70 Chevelle. And um, I went to work at the Chevy dealership uh, in 77, I was working on brand new 77 cars. Yeah. So, uh, and they sent me to General Motors training and everything. So I'm really familiar with that stuff moving forward into the 80s. I can do all the 80s uh, electronic carburetors yep. and all that silliness. And uh, and then 
then here we are. We, we've been through electronic carburetors. We've gone from points and condenser to HEI and Dura Spark ignition mm-hmm. systems where we don't have anything but a pickup and a, and a, and a, uh, and a big module. So we've kind of transitioned through all of that. Right. In 70, I think it's 74, 75, 76 is when we got rid of points and we pretty much morphed into electronic ignition. Right, 71, Chrysler was was the one that did it first. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ford and GM, like 74, 75. Yep, yeah, I had a 74 with HEI in a pickup right. truck. So I tell people this. In the old days, we had 25 to 28 kilovolts. And so if you got bit, it was nothing. Right. But when we went to HEI and we started putting hot coils in them and stuff, it would make you wet your pants. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could just yeah. pee your pants because the shock is just... And it wasn't like you couldn't let go. It was just really... It hurt. Yeah. It <laughs> and it scared you. Yeah. All righty. Let's, let's go to Lance. Lance, good morning. Well, How yes, can we help mo- you? Yes, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I would like an explanation my simple brain here about these new vehicle, uh, trucks or vehicles where I understand that four cylinders are on, four cylinders are off, and what's going on? How does that work? Uh, I've heard horror stories of camshafts going flat, uh, all difficult, difficult problems. I was okay. thinking about trading my old truck in, but I'm going to keep it. I mean, it's a 2004 and it still runs. Okay. And All so, right. can you explain to me what's going on? Well, and Mike is going to chime in too. Um, it's a fuel it's a fuel economy issue. So the computer it looks at your foot. Your computer looks at the engine vacuum. The computer looks at what gear you're in and your speed, and it knows if you're on flat ground or going downhill. And so you don't need eight cylinders. It'll drop you to six or four. And so, but when you're throttling up the hill it's going to give you six or eight cylinders. So it's just a computer is helping you out in fuel economy, and all you have to do is know it's going to happen. It's not something that's terrible, and I don't agree with anybody who says that you're buying a bucket of bolts and a whole bunch of trouble with um, something that's going to drop cylinders. Or It's called cylinder select. Do you know any other word for it? Uh, drive on demand is yep. another one. Uh, so what do you think uh, about that? Well... I've owned vehicles with it, and I tell you what, it's uh, it, it mine mine have worked flawlessly, and uh, uh, it's it's quite amazing technology that it happens in milliseconds. You don't even feel it, and uh, it cancels out the cylinders by bleeding off the the valve lifters, and uh, the cylinders become air pumps. Um, so I'm talking like a Chevy truck, to, uh, Tahoe, Suburban. Mm-hmm. Uh, his uh, camshaft thing is the six liter, <laughs> and, right. and it has nothing to do with uh, demand. It has it has everything to do with just a problem. So right. the camshaft comes out, you replace all the lifters, and that's a big okay. job. Let me ask you this then: What happens to other cylinders that are not that are not uh, in, involved that are shut off? They're just coasting. They're just, they're just coasting. coasting but, yeah. but they're not firing. No, and we can either take the fuel away because we can shut the fuel off with the injectors, or we can take the spark away. But we're usually going to take the fuel away because that way we don't raise your emissions. So, you know, what's worse that everybody has a problem with is, is that when the car dies at the intersection and then you hit the gas and it starts up and drives away. 
Yeah. That's, I remember the first time I drove one, I drove one for a TV station. And I came up to a light, and the oil pressure went to zero. And I was just freaking out. I didn't know how I was going to get it off the freeway. I got the exit ramp. I didn't know what was going on. So I, I let, took my foot off the brake and, for whatever reason, touched the throttle. The engine started up. The oil pressure came up and left. And we let, I left. But it was quite a scare to see you pull up to an inter- And I didn't hear the motor die, but I knew I was driving a car that had new technology on it. So I would tell you that unless you're hauling a two- or three-axle trailer... And unless you're a hot rod, and you certainly don't sound like a hot rod guy, I would say to you that you're going to get better fuel economy by two or three or four miles to the gallon as opposed to some engine that's running on all the cylinders at the same time. Well, I'll tell you what. I've got this old old Chevy. I I bought it brand new. I've checked it only one time for gas mileage within the city limits and just normal, you know, normal acceleration. I got 17. I got 17. I'm not going to trade for another vehicle for four more miles per gallon. Because this truck, this truck is a 2004 uh, Chevy and uh, got about 116,000 on it. Okay, and, and it and still runs good. So I would um, be with you. I'm, I'm not convinced. Uh, and 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 I I would be for you 116,000 miles. Uh, I think it's two thousand. Yeah, that's nothing. Um, real quick, because I got to take a break. What do you tell people the expected life of most engines? Well, is? it's 238,000 miles to the moon. I tell them shoot for the moon. Okay, okay. That's it. <laughs> and and we remember we've got cars in our <laughs> fleet that are three and four and five hundred thousand miles. Oh yeah. But let me ask you this question: ninety percent of the engines you replace are caused by lack of maintenance or overheat or running low on oil. Right. And at, that's all there is yeah. to it. So if you want to, you're 116, if you don't overheat it, run it low on oil, and you maintain it halfway good, then that thing will go three or 400,000 miles. It will. So, I, have main, I have maintained this. Uh, I mean, I've flushed the block out four times. New thermostat, new everything, new hoses. I didn't put new plugs in it until 100,000. No, that's right. And, that's right. And, and the thing starts, boom, every time. Okay. And so I don't see, and you're saying I could get uh, 300,000 out of this? Easily. Oh, easily. We both agree, easily. It's a five. It's a 5.3. We don't care. Uh, all we're telling you is, is don't overheat it, don't run it low on oil, and stick with your maintenance. Don't go too far because your truck isn't going to love you. Don't go too far. Just do what the owner's manual says and get her done. Got to run. 42 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. The lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. A structural engineer is sought in Scottsdale, Arizona to provide structural calculations and details. Analyze structures under lateral, wind, seismic, and gravity loads. Review shop drawings and answer RFIS. Design concrete and masonry walls, concrete slab, column beam, steel brace frames, and moment frames. Design steel, wood framing, structural foundations, footings, grade beams, and retaining walls. Provide special inspections as required. Utilize SAP 2000, ETABS, MATLAB, Mathematica, AutoCAD, SAFE, Enercalc, Telca BIM, Revit Design. Perform calculations on composite advanced carbon fiber to strengthen structures, pressurized pipe, buildings, and bridges. Requirements include a Master's in Structural Engineering, Arizona PE Civil Structural License. Travel to project sites throughout the United States with expenses paid by the employer. Apply at Advanced Structural Engineering, Inc., 
9308 East Raintree Drive, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85260. Job reference ASE 2020. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just got invited to the prom. Do you A, meet her date? I need to see your past date report cards, your driver's license, a list of references, and this hair sample. B, help her pick out a dress. <gasps> Don't you just love the long sleeves and turtleneck on this pantsuit? Ugh. C, attend the prom undercover. Mom, what are you doing here? I'm not mom, I'm <clears throat> Calvin, the new kid at school. Or D, capture her big moment. Uh, let's take a photo of you two. I'm in the middle. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect dancers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. Well... Mike and Mark are here. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. You're welcome to join us or a car question or settle an argument between you and your brother or a husband and wife or anybody we can settle an argument. And if you want, we can make it worse than it is. Let me tell you about his shop in Macy. There's lots of good shops throughout the Valley, but in order to be on Mark Salem's best car repair shops list, you have to be exceptional. Not only do you have to be exceptional, is you have to be around a long time. And you have to you have to have clean reviews. So the only shop in Mesa that really has passed the grade is Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. They've been around since 1970. Brian and Thelma come from two families called the Vivian and the Thompsons. And they dominated fuel sales and gasoline stations in Mesa for probably 30 years. So if your parents had car repair done, there's a good chance that they went to Thompson's or they went to Vivian's. Nevertheless, the kids, Brian and Thelma, are really good people, and they can do light maintenance. They can do anything you want. They have ASE certified technicians, and they'll they'll help you understand what you need, and they're not going to take advantage of you and tell you that you need to have this 
at half the normal uh, miles that the owner's manual says. Mike, um, one of the things I learned not too long ago, and I thought it was really cool, is you go to a shop and they say, you know, you need to have your transmission serviced, and you and you've been told it's a hundred thousand miles, and you're at fifty. So you say, you know, just a minute, let me get the owner's manual. I want you to show me that in my owner's manual. And the owner manual is written for South Dakota to Arizona, the whole the whole country. It, it's written for all the country. And I don't care what you think, it's written for all the country because they have no idea. There's no. Then they say this. Well, you, that that manual doesn't uh, apply to Arizona. And so once some consumer report guy or consumer advocate guy says, well, then you just say, hey, order me an Arizona manual and call me when it's in. <laughs> That's going to be kind of tough. That's going to be kind of tough. So it, it, at the end of the day, it's it's really self-defense for car expense. And and if you if you get uh, the flush routine, and that's flush anything, just ask them this question: What symptom do I have that you're going to fix? So that that goes to everything. You 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 are now. Sometimes you're talking to a service writer, but the service writer has the option opportunity to go back and talk to the tech. Now the tech may say, "I'll bet on cold mornings it doesn't idle good," and that's the reason why I'm saying that we should clean the EGR or whatever. And so then they go forward. The service writer says, would you have a rough idle first thing in the morning? Yep. How long is it there? Probably 30 seconds to a minute and a half. Okay, well, that's what he said he's going to fix. So it's kind of cause and effect. That's the real way that it's, it makes a difference with respect to, to working on cars today. I also saw somebody in a magazine, in a car magazine, an auto repair magazine, that had the process. So it's symptoms the customer has to give symptoms Mm -hmm. and then we have to verify the symptoms and then we have to diagnose the symptoms and then we have to bid the ticket now and then after that you you do the repair but the technician has to go out on a test drive and verify the problem is gone or keep it overnight in the case of this lady and keep it overnight to make sure that it idles good the next morning now what kind of balance do you have on an estimate versus over or under? Have you addressed that in the shop? As far as dollars, uh, I mean, if you give an estimate at one twenty, is that one twenty set in stone, and you're going to be that or under, uh, or do you give yourself ten percent? Ten percent. Okay. Probably a All right. Number. What we're doing is, is we're just t- now shop supplies and environmental charges. You're usually five to eight mm-hmm. percent. Then you got sales tax at ten. Mm-hmm. So you take all your hard parts and your labor, and then you're going to add those guys in. What we do is we add another four or five points. Mm-hmm. That way, we're always under. Mm-hmm. We're always under, and yep. it 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 just ensures the relationship. I think, and I think people are happy because they leave. But I'll tell you what what happened the other day that that was kind of a an unusual thing. We had a son call us from back east, and he wanted to talk to the boss, and I just happened to be in here. What's up? I think you've been ripping my mother off. And the other day you told her this, this, and this, and blah, 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 blah. So I pulled up his mother's history, and I says, no, that's not what we told her. I said, what we told her was is she needed to have her battery serviced because it's corroded real bad. Mm -hmm. And we told her next time she came in with an oil change, we'd do it. But your mother's been a customer of us a long time, so he just kept chewing on chewing and chewing and chewing. So I said, I need to call you back. So I went in and I looked at all the work orders, and I looked at the amount she paid and the amount we bid. So then I called him back, 
And I said, your mom's been in 22 times. And the average that we've overbid it is about $110. So if we were ripping your mom off, why wouldn't we move the dollar amount right underneath what the estimate? Because we're always bidding it higher. Mm -hmm. So we left a lot of money on the table because we overbid it. But if you think we're ripping your mom off, then why would, wouldn't we snag that money? So if we overbid a $1,100 ticket by $100, why did we leave that $100 on the table? So it, it's, it doesn't happen that often. I think once a year we'll get a, a young man or a young woman that will call and ask about mom or dad. But the easiest path for me is is just send them all the work orders. Yep. Take it to your technician, your shop, and see what they say. Mm-hmm. So that's the easy way out. It's hard to find a really good shop, but I think the advice I give most people is, is I don't think you want to do business with a shop that's one or two or three or four years old. I think they're just learning. Right. I think, especially if this is their first time, mm-hmm. and so how many mistakes did you make a day when you first opened up? A lot. A lot. <laughs> Same with me. I had a guy uh, challenge me on one, and I said, here, go get another opinion. I told him his transmission was bad. He said, well, this other shop disagrees with you, and they said it's the rear end. I said, well, tell him to knock himself out. Mm-hmm. He took the rear end all apart. Guess what? Yeah. Wasn't that. Wasn't that at all. Yeah. But we've made mistakes like that. We have. Our staff has misdiagnosed hey, stuff. We're human. And you have to back away from that. Yep. You have to put them back the way you found them. Mm-hmm. So then the question is, Is do we spend a whole lot of money pulling the part off and putting the old part on, or we just walk away? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just one of those things. Yeah. I'll tell you what happened to me not too long ago. We had somebody bring in a Corvette and just authorize just about everything. The, the car, according to them, hadn't been on the road for three years, and, and I think it showed it. So they stole it out of the parking lot, Mm. and it had no plates on it. Okay. So this happened a couple years ago. So now we pull the VIN off every car Mm. because, and obviously they took the plates off of it because they know we'd write down the plate, Mm. and um, and we didn't even notice it didn't have plates on it. Oh boy! So we parked it out in the parking lot at three o'clock, and the Corvette was driving away at five fifteen. Oh no! <laughs> and all the information on the work order was bogus. Mm. So we've we're learning how to, but those are onesie things. I, in your I life. had that happen one time. Yeah, yeah, man, and I tried to um, prevent that from happening again. That was early on in my in my uh, career. You, you get lots of onesies and twosies that you say. I'm not going to deal with that right now. Right. And if it happens again and again, then you'll have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But this stealing the car off the lot is just different. Right. And like you said, it happened to you once. Right. It happened to me. And when I bring that up to other guys, they yep. go, oh, yeah, it happened to me once. <laughs> it seems like we all learn right. from that. But um, today you can take your iPad out there and take a snap of the VIN number either on the dash or on the VIN plate on the door. Right. And, yep. And tie them together to the we car. We have lots of stories mm-hmm. to tell. Yeah, don't we? It's it's not always bad stories either. They're they're entertaining now. Oh, yeah. at the time they seemed like the end of the world, <laughs> but uh, I've had everything from uh, burning the cars to the ground in the mm-hmm. in a new car dealership parking lot on a test drive. Yep. To <laughs> yeah. having my neighbor sue me for hot rodding his Mercedes when I was in a twenty five mile an hour zone, and the timing chain went. Yeah. 
And, and it uh, had 200,000 miles on it. Yeah, so it went to another shop, and they sued me for the bill. Yeah. And well, won. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if it, the defense means everything, but mm-hmm. to, if it's just one of those things, if you're in the car and something happens, it's really hard to say mm-hmm. that you know it wasn't your fault. Yeah, I didn't have authorized use of the car, but he had my car. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, we've got a caller. Who might that be, Gil? That would be Ben. Ben, good morning. How can we help you? Good morning. I've got a 2003 Mercedes 1.8 supercharged. Um, it has a really rough idle. Okay. I've done the plugs. I've done the coils. And it's still the same. And when I start it up, it runs good for about three minutes, and then the engine starts revving up and going down at like, you know, um, from... 4,000 RPMs up to 11,000 RPMs and really rough idle. So you're you're saying that without any foot throttle, we got 11,000 RPMs? 1,100. Oh, 1,100. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, from like I, from like six. From like I six, can't fix uh, your car. Um, you, and, well, and, 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 I, and what you what this is what you need to do. You need to call Goody. At Goody's Mercedes Benz in North Scottsdale, he's a gray-haired guy. He knows more about Mercedes than anyone I've ever met in my life, including line techs at the dealership. I called him one day and I said, "Hey, I got this problem." And he goes, "Okay, go outside of the car, open up the glove box, take the glove box off. There's a, a yeah, connection back there. Wiggle the connection and see if the problem goes away." And it went away. <laughs> and I said, "Well, then you got to spot me how to fix it." He says, you just got to clean up the terminals and put a little dielectric grease and plug it back in. And that was what it was. I can't yep. fix your car, but I can tell you, and I don't think Goody's going to fix your car over the, over the phone, but there's lots of Mercedes-Benz places in town. But I would bet Goody over all of them combined. He's just that good. And um, he's a long way away from me. I'm down at Warner and I-10, and he's got up in North Scottsdale somewhere. But most of us shop owners know him, and most of us guys know that he has the computers to reprogram stuff, and he knows how to do that. So um, I think the idle fluctuation says something. So we either have unrestricted air, or we have unrestricted fuel, or we have restricted fuel, or the abundance of fuel. So I think at the end of the day, because it comes and goes depending on weather and how warm the motor is, I think it's going to be the abundance of air or it's going to be a real high level or a real low level of fuel. So if you talk to Goody or if you take your car in, then send me an email at mark at marksalem.com. Or good, just tell Goody to call me because <laughs> I have regular conversations with him. And he's just really, really good. He's one of the few guys I've ever met in my life on one car that can diagnose it. So, Mike, thanks for spending your Saturday with me. Anybody it's been else? A pleasure. Mark at MarkSalem.com. If you have a car question, give me your phone number. I may call you, and if I do, it'll be from a blocked line. But typically, I've got some questions to ask you to help hone in and kind of guide you to your next uh, stopping place. So, it's again, it's Mark at MarkSalem.com. My website is MarkSalem.com. Thank you for spending your Saturday with me.